We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I want to welcome you guys to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. We've got a great episode this week. Before we begin, please hit the subscribe button as well as the notifications bell and be sure to like, comment, and share if you like this episode and we'll get into this week's sponsor and show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest's easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. Now on to the show. Before we begin today's content, here is a quick disclaimer. The information and material presented here is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. The content is not a recommendation to buy or to sell. Some of the content may be for credited investors only or may be sponsored posts. Every investment carries risks. Results have not been verified. So carefully weigh those risks against your investment goals and objectives and see if acting on the information matches with your investment thesis. Do your due diligence prior to investing. And as always, do not invest more than you can afford to lose. So welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, my mission is to spread and empower those individuals to achieve the four types of freedom. So first is financial, second is time, third is location, and fourth is emotional freedom. And the audiences consist of physicians, high net worth earners, and now business owners, entrepreneurs, branders, marketers. And what I am trying to do is create a mission in a community that will inspire, empower, educate those to go out and seek their freedom and live life on their own terms. So 
today we have a special guest, um, Tammy Fink, and she is uh, the author of Wow Factor. She's also a speaker and she specializes in branding and client experience, particularly the business to business side. And she's a consultant. So um, today we're going to talk all about branding, client experience, and marketing, and we'll go from there. So, Tammy, welcome. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. And I, I love talking about this. We could talk about it all day long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I know we were talking backstage and, you know, when you have a passion for something, you can talk about it all day long. And, you know, what, you know, you found your tribe when you talk to people and you can just engage in these three hour conversations, you know, go on forever. So um, uh, tell us about a little bit, just, you know, a little bit about your background and we'll go in, into the meat of the uh, interview. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I have been doing marketing and design and events for over 30 years. I uh, worked my way up in corporate America. I was a, I was a corporate designer. And in 2004, I say I went over the wall, <laughs> started my own business. Um, but I never really dreamed of starting my own company. I dreamed of quitting my day job, which is not the same thing at all. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, my husband had relocated us and I had convinced uh, the company that I was working for at that time as a corporate designer to sell me my equipment, my computer, you know, the, the, I bought a huge Hewlett Packard printer that I never really needed, but you don't know what you're going to need when you go on these kind of adventures. And I uh, started working from home. They kept me on for a year. And uh, while I was still getting a, a check um, week to week for working with them, I was also building my own client base. So I was national, um, went international, decided to come back from international, <laughs> you know, worked my way through as to what I needed to know um, as I built the business. It's kind of like, you know, building the parachute on the way down, you just figure it out. But, <laughs> I worked um, a lot doing a lot of branding and marketing uh, for clients. I was picking up a lot of clients online. I was getting a lot of referrals um, in that business. And I, you know, I worked my way through not only just the branding and specializing in that, but then um, I came to discover a few things later on um, that pivoted me to where I am now. So that's yeah. kind of a little bit of my background. Yeah, that's a wonderful journey. And so uh, we'll talk about, um, so what are, so you talk about branding and client experiences. So what are some client experiences that, um, what goes into it that will blow um, clients' minds? <laughs> well, this is, this is a little bit more of the backstory. So while I was developing and working with clients, I got to work with a lot of cool brands. I worked with Hershey's, I worked with Cinnabon, I've worked with um, a reality TV program called Wicked Tuna uh, that we worked on some packaging and different things for them to go into Costco. And so I did all of this really cool branding and, and, and really that sounds way cooler than it is. It basically means that I worked a lot with their attorneys is what that meant. Uh -huh. <laughs> But I, I started noticing that in the, while we were designing these amazing brands, what was happening was a lot of entrepreneurs, they were not connecting with their clients. And that can mean everything from the very beginning of branding. And we can have that conversation about, you know, what it takes to do design a good brand. But then later on, it was like I had these brick and mortar clients that didn't understand the online space, right? 
And so in that online space, they, they, you know, had no idea how you made money, you know, doing Facebook like that, that people didn't understand that. In fact, I say that I'm pretty sure my mom still thinks that I play Candy Crush for a living. She knows I do, I do something online, but she really doesn't know what it is. <laughs> but, and the other side of that is you have people now that are entering into their own businesses that have never been on the brick and mortar side. So they've never had a nine to five. They've always worked for themselves. And so what has happened with that is that all of a sudden there was this marketing disconnect and we were worried about the numbers, you know, in the online space, but they weren't understanding that they could build these connections with their clients in the real world. I mean, it's something as simple as sending out a postcard to your clients, mm -hmm. like all, like they hadn't gone through corporate. They didn't know, you know, that didn't understand that part of the marketing thing. Everything they were doing was buying Facebook ads and just going through the numbers, so fast forward to um, during the pandemic, I ended up writing three books wow. and because <laughs> we had all the time in the world, right? <laughs> so um, the first book that I started was the last book I finished writing, and that was The Wow Factor. And what that was, it wasn't going to be like Fifty Shades of Pink or, you know, anything bestseller. But this was the book that I wanted my clients to have read and understand that by building client relationships, right? you can actually stand apart from everyone else in your market with how you do business more so than even what it is you offer. So when we look at building connections, we're looking for those pieces that will um, inspire, motivate, and celebrate your clients, you know, which we're focusing on higher client retention and more referrals on the back end. And so we started developing these connection points. And I started with my wow factor is how do you build that wow factor in your business where you're actually connecting with your clients on such a level that they know, like, and trust you and want to refer you. Does that make sense, Christopher? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sure, and you wrote the book Wow Factor, and I'm sure you talk about, you know, um, how you use experience to gauge with your clients. Um, and so talk a little bit about the uh, book and um, some of the principles. Oh, absolutely. So as we're looking through um, these connection points, right, what we're looking for is what I call my M&Ms. And those are, those are meaningful and memorable. So you always measure everything that you do by is it meaningful and is it memorable? Let me give you a good ex example. I Five years ago, I attended a um, an event, a workshop in Austin, Texas. One of the guest speakers, um, her name is Heather Gray, and she's a mindset coach. And she spoke about staying in your own lane. Before she delivered her talk, they came out, we brought these big boxes, um, opened up the boxes at each of the tables and inside the boxes, were prepackaged Hot Wheels cars. Uh -huh. Okay. Now that wasn't expensive. It didn't have her brand on it. It didn't have her name on it or anything, but they were these Hot Wheels cars. And so everybody, we got to pick through the boxes and find our Hot Wheels cars that, you know, made something that we liked. I got a van that was had a lot of graphics on it. You know, it was it was cool. Uh -huh. That little van has sat on my desk for five years. Okay. Uh -huh. I talk about it all the time. And here's the thing. I remember where I was, who was speaking, and her topic was stay in your own lane. And I remember that because she attached meaning to this connection point. Not unlike when you go on vacation, right? And you buy a souvenir. Uh -huh. You're attaching something to what it is that you offer and how you offer it. 
It may be a welcome box. You know, when you get a new client in, maybe you send them a welcome box. And we offer different kinds of welcome boxes and stuff that we put together for clients, but it could be a surprise and delight box, right? Which just has something fun and, you know, just super exciting. Or it could be a success box that maybe has a planner in it that you've designed with your materials, your training, whatever that is that you offer, a checklist, you know, maybe for a doctor, it might be, um, you know, dietary needs or, or prescriptions or whatever it is that you want to be able to do with your clients so that you have higher accountability with your clients, right? Mm-hmm. And the brilliant part of this is that all of a sudden now they are, if you have a program or you have a membership or you have something, they have a higher accountability, right? And because they have something physical that you've thought enough to give them, right? That you've put into the mail that has something to do with your program. Uh Now they're able to follow along with it better than just another program that they've bought into that they're never going to take or they're never going to finish, right? So you're holding them at a higher accountability, but they're actually finishing your course, which if they have that success, then they're telling other people about it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a, what, so, so it sounds like, um, you know, a lot of uh, market, well, marketing, branding is um, all, you know, knowing your client, knowing your customer, knowing their avatar, knowing their ex- exact plain, pain and pleasure points, and then um go about it, like delivering a, an experience that speaks to those. So, um, you know, some of the problem with, um, so someone's interested in marketing or the client experience and they're going, they're thinking about their clients. So what are some of the biggest problems people have connecting to their audience, memberships, clients, uh, attendees, and so forth? Well, one of the things that I see a lot is people who are starting off in business and they think this is something I will do later, right? Like I don't have very many clients. So, you know, maybe I've got under 25 clients or under 25 members. When I get bigger, I'll do something. Uh And so a lot of them, they wait in that space where they're just not doing anything. They're not building those connections. Well, one of the things that we noticed that there are things that you can do if you only have 25 clients or customers that you can't do if you're Coca-Cola right? There's things that you can do with those few customers where you can remember their birthdays, right? And you can make lists of their birthdays and the names of their pets and, you know, their their kids and whoever it is that they're interacting with. What can you do that's going to make something that either motivates, inspires, or celebrates your client utilizing that client connection and building that relationship? When you're looking for those things, it, what it does is it allows you to, to interact with them on a way that is super impactful, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's something that they see themselves in. Let me give you an example. So I had a client who um, served mompreneurs, right? Moms who work from home. That's who she, that was her serve. Uh-huh. So she said, now, Tammy, I've, I'm sending out stuff to my clients, but they're not, act, they're not reacting the way that you talk about. They're not sharing things online and social media. They're not talking about it with each other. They're, they're just not doing that. And I said, well, what are you sending them? And she said, well, I'm sending them a, a sticker with my logo on it for their laptop and a handwritten note. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, both of those are fine. I mean, you're, you're acknowledging, right? And, and that's a good thing. But I said, what if you sent to those moms a single chocolate chip cookie with a note that said, this is the cookie you don't have to share with anyone. Uh 
right? Oh. Because we know the thing about moms is moms put themselves last. So if you're working with moms, put them first. What matters to them, right? Uh-huh. It's not something that you're, you know, where you're encouraging them to do something that's just a part of your program, but you're actually looking for mo- making more moments that matter. Mm, right. Because yeah. then they see, they feel seen and heard. So it's more than a demographic. It's more than just your customer avatar, right? It's who are these people at the core and how can you connect with them in a way back to the M&Ms that's meaningful oh. and memorable. Yeah. We hope you don't mind this brief interruption from one of our affiliates. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Doc to doc is a personal lending solution designed by doctors for doctors. We understand that doctors' financial situations change faster than an insulin drip in ketoacidosis. And we also understand that doctors are the most reliable borrowers in the world. Through our proprietary algorithm, we're able to provide personal loans at great rates with amazing flexibility because we take into account your schooling, your specialty, and where you are in the medical journey. Doctors come to us after they've matched into residency and we loan for all sorts of personal reasons from credit card debt consolidation to family expenses and medical bills. We speak with everyone who applies for a loan and offer fixed interest rates and flexible term options without prepayment penalties. If you're a physician looking for a personal loan, fill out our application form now. It only takes three minutes and we'll get back to you with a decision within 24 hours. What do you mean when you say measure client first connections with M&Ms? Go into that and describe that. Absolutely. So just like when, like I said, when you're traveling, when you look for something that connects, when I told the story about the, the speaker, right, who talked about staying in her own lane, she had to come up with something that she could attach to that, right? So uh-huh. it was meaningful because it was, you know, it was a car, you know, it fit into that, to that talk. So that's, that's a starting point. One of the things that I do when I deliver, I talk about the customer experience all the time. When I've been brought in to deliver a talk um, at a retreat or a corporate event coming in and we're talking about about the client experience, Uh I hear clients all the time say, I, everything's been done. You know, I've talked to, to um, insurance agents. They all sell the same thing, right? They say, everything's been done. We can't possibly come up with anything that's going to wow our clients. So I, I attach to my talk on creating the unique customer experience, a Rubik's cube, right? Remember like in the eighties, we had these Rubik's cubes. Well, the reason that I do that to make it meaningful and memorable, right? Is because there's only one solution to the Rubik's cube. But every time you you mix up a Rubik's Cube, every time you turn that, there are 43 quintillion (laughs) different possible ways that you can screw up a Rubik's Cube, that you can mix it up, right? So if you're, if you, I hand you a Rubik's Cube and you take a couple of turns, statistically speaking, right, Uh there's a chance that no one has ever mixed up the Rubik's Cube the exact way you did in that moment 
in the entire history of the world. Yeah. Right. There's no way because of the statistics involved with it, that you can't, it would take you hundreds of years to mix up every possible combination. So this is a way, like I said, it's something that's meaningful and memorable, right? It sticks in your head. So the things that you're looking for are things that matter to your clients, right? So we can reverse engineer. So if you have a program that at the end, end result of the program, they achieve something, right? Uh-huh. They become something, they change something to something different. Then you can look at that result and work your way backwards. I actually, in the book, in the Wow Factor book, um, I talk about Russell Brunson, who owns the company um, ClickFunnels, right? Yeah. I talk about his t-shirts and I actually got to talk to Russell um, about six or eight weeks ago. I was speaking at a symposium and he was delivering the, the keynote. And so afterwards, I got to talk to him for a few minutes and I said to him, uh-huh. did you understand at the time how important and how impactful your t-shirts were going to be to your, to your clients? Uh-huh. Let me explain a little bit. Russell's t-shirts in his program, there's a milestone that you achieve within the program that allows you to get a free funnel hacker t-shirt, uh-huh. okay. right? So the t-shirt has a little bitty logo, his business logo, the click funnels, but on the front of the t-shirt, it says funnel hacker. The brilliance of that is, for those of you just to kind of tear that apart a little bit in the, in the mind-blowing part, is that that person wearing that t-shirt self-identifies with the label on the shirt, right? Oh, okay. They are a funnel hacker because they've achieved that. Now, what that does in the, in the marketing thing and where that, you know, people say, hey, Tammy, I, I don't get that. It's just a t-shirt. It is, <laughs> but what he's attached to the meaning of that t-shirt, I can't even go on eBay. And I told Russell this, I can't even go on eBay and buy a used one. Uh-huh. Because the wearer, the people who have that t-shirt have now self-identified it to the point that it is a coveted item within his program. So people are trying to get to that level. It's gamified, right? But it's fun and they wear the t-shirt. Now they can recognize each other. So when he has an event and you have the Funnel Hacker t-shirt, we all know that you've achieved a certain level in that business and you've self-identified with it. Right. Right. So now that's a shirt you're not going to wear just to go paint the house. Right. This is the shirt that you wear to have this level of achievement within the business. So when we're looking for these things to connect, it's not just swag. It's not just stuff that's nice to have. These are ways that you are self-identifying. That is your program. This is the results that you're delivering and your client wants those results. Right. Does that kind of twist things up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, a lot of it, like, um, it's kind of kind of what they call counterintuitive. You know, it's like it's like the the most obvious thing, but it's like no no one would actually like think about that, right? And they don't plan it or put it into their business. So one of the things that I see, you know, when you're talking about some mistakes, and I don't know that it's a complete mistake because I think that there's you know there's reasons to have it, but when people um, start thinking about their swag, right? People want their swag. They want stuff with their logo on it. <laughs> At some point, like I said, you can go down to the local thrift store, go to a garage sale, and you're going to see lots of t-shirts with people's logos on them that nobody wants, uh-huh. right? So it's those kind of things. It's like, how do you make that shift, right? If it's not Coca-Cola, if it's not something that's this global brand, then you're better off relating to your clients. You're better off making that experience something that's custom to them 
because I talk, like I said, I talk to insurance agents and I, and I teach and train on this. It is how you do business more so than what it is you sell. So even if you sell the exact same thing, uh, real estate agents, we have a lot, um, I'm talking to you live from Branson, Missouri. Okay. And we have one of the things that we have in Branson, we have condos, right? We have condos all the time. They sell timeshares, all the stuff. It's real estate. Yeah. So with the real estate, you know, how are you going to stand out in that market? Well, I know one, I know one real estate agent here who specializes, right, in doing these timeshares, right? And the whole idea in timeshares is that you want to be able to pass it off to your kids, right? You want to be able to turn that around. And so it's this vacation spot for everybody. One of the things that she offers is a really neat book, right? That has all of these bucket list things that you want to achieve. And it's things that go on to your families, right? When you're talking about the families and you're getting the families all involved in vacations that you want to take, moments that you want to spend with your family, all of these things. So now, yes, she's sold sold real estate, right? She's done. But because she's building these relationships with them and their kids in activities, Uh then now the kids know who they are right? Now the kids know who she is. So if they want to sell the timeshare or they want to continue on doing something with that real estate agent, she's built that relationship because she's looked at what matters to them. Okay. Right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. That's interesting. And the other thing that you mentioned, you know, during your, um, your uh, interview was the concept of Rubik's cube. And that, I think that's, I like, um, I really like when individuals use analogies or um, concepts to, you know, talk about these things. So what does Rubik's Cube have to do with creating a unique client experience? For me, it is in delivering that idea, right, that you can have, you can do something completely different than everyone else does, right? Uh-huh. You can do something that, like the real estate agent, right? Like not everybody is doing business the way that she's doing it. For me, the Rubik's cube, I take the Rubik's cube and I talk about the Rubik's cube, but here's what I leave a Rubik's cube behind and not a little one. I leave a full size Rubik's cube behind when I go to a retreat or I teach and train on this, Uh right? Because then it attaches that meaning of the Rubik's cube, my analogy, right? With something that is fun, something that may sit on somebody's desk, Mm-hmm. right? They may play with it or think, oh my gosh, they relate to this because they had this as a kid, right? Because that's right. kind of my demographic of who I'm working with, okay. right? Is in that same age bracket. So I've determined, I've taken that Rubik's cube and brought up memories, happy memories for them, you know, confusing, trying to figure it out, which we're all in that space in the entrepreneurial world, right? We're mm-hmm. all in that. How do you figure out? You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And the Rubik's cube in that, like in that lesson, we're learning that we can achieve whatever it is we set our mind to. We can create something that is unique, even if we're selling the exact same product as everyone else in our industry. So now the wow factor, that extra piece is the way you do business, right? It's the way that you offer something. So when you have a program There's about 14 or 15, just right off the top of your head, of different times that you can connect with your client through their lifetime as being your client, right? Right. And as you're working through it, it's not only in the client experience, but now that you've delivered this, wow, oh my gosh, you have to know Tam, you know, you have to meet Tammy, you have to see the Rubik's Cube, you have to hear the cookie story. 
whatever those connections are that people are telling other people about, well, now when I want a referral and I can get a referral, right? Mm -hmm. I'm getting referrals from people because they know, like, and trust me because I've built that relationship with them. So now I'm doubling my business, right? Even in the pieces that you're offering, you can offer a VIP program based on what it is that you're delivering. So maybe you do a welcome box, right? And in your VIP program, they get this amazing welcome box and it could be anything, you know, it could be valued at several hundred dollars, depending on how you're doing it. And and we have, I have a whole program on creating your own welcome box. What kind of things do you want to put in it? What are the things that you want to make a difference in your clients' lives uh-huh. When we're putting these things together, again, we're reverse engineering it from where they finished in your program. How are they going to tell other people about it? And how do you build those testimonials and referrals on the backside so that you're getting warm leads all the time? Hmm. Fascinating. You, you certainly do know a lot about the client experience and what makes people tick. Um, one, one final question before we know we're Right, um, coming on the time, but how many connection points do people need to have with their clients? And do you have any examples of these connections? Oh, absolutely. So it the cool thing with what we do is we build based on your program, right? So we're not telling you to go create another program, right? Or we're not telling you to do something that's way outside the norm. We are looking at the connection points that automatically happen in your business, no matter what it is that you sell, right? You're going to have three three main connection points that everybody has, and that is the beginning of your program or the beginning of the client experience, right? You're going to have a middle point, and you're going to have an end point, right? Mm -hmm. So what are you doing in those spaces? Those are just three little easy ones. What are you doing in those spaces that will either motivate, inspire, or celebrate your client? Are you letting them know you're halfway through, you're almost there, right? Are you that cheerleader in that space, right? And that could be anything from, you could send them a card or a a book or something that encourages them to keep going on. There's Uh things that you could do in touch points, physical. It could be as simple as a bonjour video that you record on your phone, just to let them know that you as the owner, as the the main person in the business are thinking of them. If you have salespeople, let your salespeople know that they're thinking of their sales clients, right? Right. Figuring that out. When you close at the end, are you giving them an opportunity to say wonderful things about you? Are you, are you building in testimonials at the end of it so that you can say, what did you think that the program was going to be like before you started? And what did you receive on the backside of that, right? Are you building those testimonials in? Quick story. I was flown into Salt Lake City to deliver this talk um, to a, uh, a mastermind, a small mastermind there. When I flew in, I flew in at night. I'd never been to Salt Lake City. Um, but I could see the lights all over the horizon and all of that. I got into the Uber and he got, he loaded my luggage and everything. And as we were talking the first few minutes, I, you know, told him that I had never been there and, you know, I didn't get to see it because I came in at night and he started going through and telling you like, do you see that bank of lights over there? That's the tabernacle. Do you see this? This is where the salt mines are. And so he did this play by play working with what we had. And it was delightful. It was the, one of the best Uber experiences I had ever had. Oh. At the end of that, I said to him, you know, thank you very much. You know, he's getting the luggage out. And I said, what can I do for you? This was such a great ride. What can I do for you? Mm-hmm. And you could tell he had never been asked that. 
You could just tell the look on his face. Like he had no idea. I basically gave him a blank check. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if he would have wanted to do a selfie with me or I would have, you know, we could have done anything, but he didn't have a prepared answer because nobody had ever asked him that question. So I tell with my clients, have a prepared answer. How can people serve you? What can they do when you say, what can I do for you, Christopher? How can I help you? Be mm -hmm. prepared with an answer, right? Yeah. Know what it is that you need in a testimonial to get you to your next client. Know what you need, you know, in a referral, who, who are the clients you're looking for? If you have those answers, when somebody gives you that opportunity, then you can point that out and you can have something prepared, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Tammy to, you know, coming on time and this has been a really um, fascinating um, discussion. And I know a lot of people are interested in your material, finding out more about you, contacting you and even working with you. So how can they do that? Absolutely. So you can always, you can always connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff. it's wow, Tammy, wow, Tammy .com, or you oh. can go to my, my website is, um, is wow, Tammy.com. And you can connect with me there. And I'm also, like I said, I'm on Clubhouse these days. I'm on Instagram these days. Uh -huh. So like I said, anytime that you want to reach out and stuff, I'm happy to, to do that. I'm sure you'll provide some links for them. But, you know, I'm, I'm super excited about helping people to create these meaningful and, and memorable moments within their client journey, because it really, it matters, right? It's something that you can do that really makes a difference in your client's lives. And it's something they're going to remember forever. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, Tammy, thanks for so much for coming onto the show and um, for all the listeners out there, all the resources and links and will be included in the show notes, including Tammy's book. So be sure to check that out. And um, so it's been a great conversation and we look forward to hearing about your success and having you as a guest on the future episodes. Thank you so much for having me, Christopher. It was a lot of fun. What a fantastic show. I hope you enjoyed our very special guest. Just remember, as a shout out to our this week's sponsor, CityVest.com. CityVest gives you access to the best real estate private equity funds with enhanced investment terms, verified due diligence, and lower risk. You can check them out at CityVest.com or click on the link in the show notes below to hear about their upcoming investment offerings. If you enjoyed that episode, don't forget, that's just the free content. We also have paid premium content subscription with better guests, information, updates, and discussions that can't be accessed anywhere else. You can subscribe to our premium content by clicking on the link in the show notes below to just subscribe. Just a quick note, members who sign up for the bottom floor price introductory the first year will be grandfathered into that price for life. I expect the monthly subscription amount to increase quickly next year and the year after, so don't delay. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrisluemdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.